0: Welcome, guys. Welcome to Play Along Podcast, the podcast where we play through games. In the last episode, we had gone through Act One of Kentucky Route Zero. We started our adventure there. Uh, we ended in the mystery of us actually finding this, the Route Zero and heading towards it. Uh, in today's episode, we're going to be taking on Act Two. I'm your host, Jared, and today I am with Kai. Hello, and I'm with Ben. Hey, how you guys doing today? Uh, I'm tired. <laughs> um yeah like i said in the last episode we had kind of you know we're introduced to conway and shannon these kind of two main characters that we're we've been playing uh we found route zero and we are making our way there to find five dogwood drive to do to do conway's very last delivery for uh the antique shop um something that I didn't realize is there's kind of these in-between episodes or in-between kind of like uh, acts between each one of the acts. So what we'll be doing is we'll be doing the in-between and then we'll be doing the main act. So in between act one and act two, there's the, – uh, it's called, I think, Limits and Demonstrations, I believe.
1: Yeah, I yeah. It's, it's like yeah, a little and else, art exhibit. And else, right?
0: Yeah, and, the, and these are like – I think it was like maybe 10 minutes or so. Yeah, it's kind of a small section that gives – you know, some, at least in, in the context of this one, it gave a little backstory to what happens in Acts 2.
2: Is it an epilogue? Is it a prologue? No one knows. But it sure is confusing, like everything in this game. Yeah. So, uh,
0: with with the first act, if you were just like, oh, man, the mystery is kind of intriguing, you know, it's about this man and his journey and stuff like that, shit just hits the fan in yeah,
3: the second act. Yeah, you really act. take a
2: hard left <laughs> turn. And you're
1: like, oh, okay. So, yeah, was, uh... uh so, yeah, just, yeah it, was, it was interesting, yeah. I'm still kind of <laughs> not fully over it. I only finished it yesterday, so.
0: Yeah. It, it, this game is very much about fantastical realism. It leans heavily in the fantastical <laughs> part in this, yeah. in this second act. Uh, but it doesn't, it doesn't start out that way. So when you start out, you are playing as this woman, Emily, and her two friends. And you are in this art exhibit. Uh, and the exhibit is showcasing the art of this woman named uh, Lula Chamberlain, kind of a retrospective of her life uh, and the kind of individual works that she's displayed over the past 30 years. Um, I Correct me if I'm wrong, but I think that this lady, Emily, and her two friends, which I don't remember their names, were the people that were underneath the gas station playing the quote-unquote Dungeons & Dragons game or whatever. Oh, said, Am I wrong no, about you, that? Because I'm pretty sure it was Emily and then, again, don't remember. I think that.
1: their names were like Ben and Bob.
0: Yeah, I, and I'm pretty sure those were the names of the, the characters that you're playing as in the beginning of this kind of uh, in-between of, of Act 1 and Act 2. So I was like, hmm.
3: It was it was interesting to kind it's of see. It's all connected.
0: Yeah, well, especially because when we had met them, they almost immediately disappeared. And it was almost as if they weren't even there in the first place. Oh,
1: yes, yeah.
0: Spoopy. Um, but essentially, this art exhibit is kind of this large uh, room, and you kind of go around the room looking at uh, a variety of different.
2: Just described an art exhibit. Yeah. <laughs> <For> art. <laughs> it's an art exhibit. It's an art exhibit. It's a large room filled with art. With, with art, <laughs> where you walk around, <laughs> um
0: but one of them in particular is kind of this wall of, and I believe it's like strings of tape. Yeah, it's magnetic. Magnetic.
2: Uh, audio tape.
0: Audio tape kind of strung around this wall. And the whole point of this art exhibit is, or this one specifically, is kind of moving along the tape and, and listening to kind of the recordings that were on there. And you can do this in, you know, different order depending on kind of what direction the, the device is facing or going up and down these uh these audio tapes which i believe that they were just recordings of lula and her her colleagues uh, exploring mines because i think that was her her profession which was in university she was um
2: yeah i don't know if it was super clear if it was mines but it was tunnels tunnels and caves and stuff like yeah. that yeah. yeah
1: yeah and she was um these were like tapes that she'd been recording for 15 years i think it said she'd been doing yeah, it's it wild um, well
2: interesting interestingly the the art aspect of it isn't in her name it's in the name of an actual artist right namjoon pike who was a visual artist that was very into like early video art um and it was very it caught me off guard when i read it when we were playing through this because i was like i recognize that (laughs) i was like i know that name that's an actual artist and so apparently the uh the idea is that you know he created this this piece of art Based on these fifteen years of tapes, where you take a playhead and you run it along this tape that's hanging on this wall, and you can listen to different segments of what she'd recorded over fifteen years, which uh, yeah, kind of gives you an insight into her mm-hmm. her research and what she was doing. Yeah,
1: um, yeah. It was weird though because there was like there was two timelines on those right. tapes. Yeah, I don't know and if you, you guys kinda, found that.
2: Yeah, there's two timelines and you could kind of jump in between them and it would tell you like, do you want to go like forward or do you mm-hmm. want to go backward on the other side of the tape? Yeah. And then you kind of had to piece the, put like the story together yeah. using that. There, there was like a
0: computer on there that had like these, uh, essential the yeah, essentially these cards and you would turn them into different directions and they would be different parts of her recording and her story essentially.
1: Yeah. yeah which did you, you guys pick the cave card, didn't you?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Cause uh, yeah. that was the one that we chose.
1: Yeah, that's the one I chose as well. But even then, it was like... There was there was two timelines that seemed to come out. So one of them was where Lola worked at a university with Donald and Joseph, who I'm assuming mm. is the Joseph of the gas station.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah, that was the other thing that I recognised. I was like, that was... I put that together, that, that Joseph was the Joseph that we met in the very beginning at the gas station.
1: Um, And then in that timeline, she left for Mexico three Mm -hmm. years later, came back, bumped into Donald and was like, oh, I didn't think to call you. And it just kind of carried on. Yeah. And then she had been there for
0: a while and he's like, why haven't you said anything? Like, and she's like, oh, I just didn't even think about it.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then the other one was Donald and Joseph were students at university Mm -hmm. and Lola was in a band performing on the campus. Mm -hmm. Um, And Joseph, Joseph stole a metal tumbler to give to her to like impress her. Um, and she was like, "Oh, I still have the tumbler. I keep pens in it, or something. I can't remember." Mm-hmm. But yeah, the the weird thi- the weird thing is because I was typing these notes up on Discord while I was playing, <laughs> and so as I'm typing, um, there's like faint sounds of like a woman crying in oh, the background. Yeah, I heard that? I remember that. It's like really gentle sobbing.
0: Because I also attempted to take notes while playing this but this is the the, the issue being is i got so uh, into it <laughs> engulfed by the story that i would like forget to take notes and i at that point i was like you know what shit i'm just gonna go for yeah, it yeah three and, sentences every like 20 <laughs>
2: minutes of gameplay uh. <laughs> uh,
0: but no that part specifically ben i remember like on my phone looking down and taking notes and then just looking up and being like is that is that a woman crying? Is that a woman's voice? And at that point, I was like, "Okay, I'm just gonna let's let's pay attention and see what happens here."
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but um, the rest of the tapes was no, the rest of the tapes were weird because well, it's,
0: inter- it's interesting with the two timeline things too because it, it, if this is essentially like her life over the span of 15 years and her recordings and stuff like that, it's odd that some of these are like during the uh, like similar times almost like. Uh, it's almost like a split parallel parallel universe.
1: Yeah, it's 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 interesting. It, yeah, it does seem to be like a parallel universe kind of thing, mm-hmm. and then a, some third universe has collected the tapes from both of the universes and and turned them into this art exhibit. Yeah, it's so strange.
2: Yeah, and other than than giving us some basic information about you know the two boys who she's friends with like i don't really know what we're supposed to take away from this mm-hmm. like you get to choose uh, the path obviously as you go through these tapes and it's not necessarily framed as like path a path b it's usually like an, an emotional question so it's like choosing forgiveness or choosing regret, yeah, regret. Is, yeah, those right. were kind of the options so like that was a very interesting aspect but i didn't really necessarily understand like what we were at least yet playing through all back to like what we were supposed to take away from that experience Mm -hmm.
1: no i think it was i think it was mainly just as like a a way of of being like hey there's going to be this character called lola like lola because we we meet lola in act two right and obviously she's connected to joseph who we've met and the only thing i took away from it really was that in one of the bits um donald and joseph are arguing about their research Mm. um while they're in one of these caves oh yeah i I do remember this yeah they're talking about um these men yeah but they were talking about these men who seemingly are chasing them they're like oh Mm -hmm. the men are going to come back like you know we need to do this and joseph ends up going to the surface. Donald goes deeper into these caves, and Lulla's like, I'm taking the zero back, and like, I'm leaving. Mm-hmm. So it seems as if those three kind of went their separate ways from then. Mm-hmm. Um, but it'll be interesting to see if it yeah, comes up later to- on what happened with the men and why they were yeah, being I'm chased. I'm curious and to
0: see, uh, how big of a role that she plays or at least her story and her like adventure plays, uh, in these like acts going forward. Because I mean, her, even though we got kind of a lot of information from the art exhibit and specifically with these tapes, her life is pretty much like a confusing mystery right now. And it's like, who is this woman? Why is she important? It's kind of the same thing
2: with Marquez in act one. I mean, she doesn't really come up in act two. So I'm assuming that we get introduced to a lot of these characters and then they, ties it back together but mm-hmm. who knows <laughs> that's, the excitement. <laughs> that's the excitement of uh, playing through this game i guess
0: yeah there, there are a couple more uh, exhibits in this uh, mm-hmm. in this museum here one of them is just like
2: uh,
0: this swirling vortex and they so they like don't know what the material is or how it's even doing that yeah, and they just that. kind of brush it off and i'm like what there's just like vortex of material just spinning in like the middle of this I room mean, maybe it's
2: like, tissue paper and i'm like i yeah, <laughs> So, probably not.
0: Spiritual tissue paper. Gross. Yeah, yeah. But you uh, eventually make your way back and you leave this 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 area, this museum, and then it begins Act 2. Uh, and you start this act playing as, or at least making dialogue options for Lula Chamberlain. She's at her work in her office. And um, in the very beginning, she's reading this letter this letter from the imagined architecture fellowship that she had applied to and they were denying her saying that I'm sorry to inform you but you did not make this fellowship um and after that you can choose to you know, like angrily toss the paper away or put it in your purse and then you open up these uh proposals for kind of different i think they're because the, the her office does like Like building locations and stuff Mm -hmm. like that right and i think their proposals to tear down some and put up different buildings
1: yeah they reclaim land so right right the proposals are basically to uh take these sites that are derelict um and basically work on them so i think one of them i endorsed a car dealership Mm. and then the other one was like a graveyard they wanted to put on the side of a of something where a graveyard shouldn't be it was like
2: it was a distillery oh yeah it was a distillery (laughs) that was a graveyard and then they had turned it into a distillery and they wanted to turn it back into a graveyard and they thought this was a great plan because the chapel that they had turned into the distillery could be reconverted into a chapel for the graveyard and i was like it was was wild it was a big circle (laughs) i was like great okay cool and there was one more what was the i don't
1: remember i don't uh, remember the one that we
2: picked was it a hospital
1: Yes, yeah. I didn't yeah. look at that one because it only lets you do two. Right, right. Yeah, I yeah. think we did the
2: we did the distillery, the in distillery. The yeah, thought it was a great idea. <laughs> 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 I don't know if that has an effect uh, in the game, but we will see. Since we chose yeah. uh, different different options, but right.
1: oh, could you imagine that? Yeah, like Act Three, you you see your distillery that you approved. <sighs>
2: That'd be so cool. Well, there's a. we'll we'll get there but there's a part later in the game when you're like have a map overview and if you go out into the kind of the wilderness there is something that's called chapel and if you click on it it says there is uh yeah it references it so there's men wheeling large barrels of something outside of this church and i think that's supposed to be like oh that's the distillery and the chapel that is together but who
1: knows? Yeah, I don't know if that's just we yeah, got. Who, that. who knows, knows? this game? Honestly, <laughs> yeah, no, honestly,
2: too much into it.
0: Honestly, this game's it's interesting because having so much happens, that's hard to kind of you know remember all these conversations. <laughs> well, especially because it seems like a lot of the dialogue options are. are can be pretty different and you can miss a lot of things too depending on what kind of playthrough you do and if you spend time exploring or if you kind of just go straight to the objective i mean we learned from the last episode ben that there was a lot of things that you saw from exploring that map that we didn't because we were just like towards the objective let's go we want to see what happens next but it's it's kind of wild the things you can miss you
2: yeah.
1: know yeah it was it's it's strange because like i'm invested in this story a hundred percent yeah but same. at the same point like as much as i know about what's happening there's three times as much i don't know
0: oh no absolutely it is that's that's more apparent in this act because i mean at least in act one you kind of have like an idea of what's happening You though there's this like obviously supernatural fantastical road that you have to to get to your destination but then at this point they just kind of throw so much at you you're just like what's what is happening? How is yeah. this going to tie back into... Were we just supposed to make a delivery? What's happening right now? Um, but yes, after, after you uh, kind of go through those proposals, I think uh, Lulu's boss comes out and starts, starts talking to her about something. I don't remember exactly what their conversations
2: were about. It, well, he was concerned that she was going to get the position uh, at the, the fellowship. And oh, so he gotcha. comes yeah, out and yeah. he's like, oh you know how's how's that letter and she's like don't worry i didn't get it i'm staying here i think his name's tom or something really bland yeah uh and he's like oh okay like great and then she's like i'll go in one of the dialogue options is like i i'm getting these proposals done like i'll have them right by the end of the day and send them off and he's like oh great good good news thank you for getting that together and he's just kind of awkward about it right I didn't want her to leave yeah um do so, yeah.
0: you have a similar
1: uh conversation with uh the boss ben Yeah, it was it was kind of very uh, typical office nine to five stuff, you know, like, oh, yeah, I'll have this done and it will be ready. And you kind of you kind of feel bad, though, because like, I mean, like everything you learn about Lala before you actually meet her, you know, she was exploring these caves and they were talking about there was a machine that only responded to her voice and they needed her to come with them. I think it was mm-hmm. Donald who went deeper in the caves was like, I need you because the machine only reacts to your voice. And, you know, like she's living this like.
0: It's yeah. almost like she like lost that sense of adventure or like. Yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah. She's,
0: especially like with just describing this this office building, it's very, you know, drab, gray. It gray gray. Uh... Yeah, muted, like brown tones and stuff like that. It's almost kind of the opposite of what you would picture her being out in like the wilderness exploring
2: caves and stuff it's, like that it's interesting because like you're looking at it as depressing and i looked at this like this is where the her story begins because you oh, start you yeah. start limits and demonstrations and you're looking at a retrospective of someone who was clearly like a successful artist so this is because, almost like the beginning of. so her. like we're seeing her at the moment when she gets rejected from the the fellowship Mm -hmm. and it's like, and they say in the, in the letter, they're like many people don't get it their first time applying. Right. And it's like, please apply again. And at the end of that letter, it's Joseph. And he's like, I really love your work. Yeah. Like that's the person who signs the letter. And so it's like going from there almost of like, how does she end up becoming this artist or doing this important work later in her life if she's stuck in this kind of mundane yeah, yeah I, of I, I
0: i guess that's just i didn't, you didn't think about it that way because in my eyes it was almost like the limits and demonstrations was like here's her work and here's her now but it's it, it also could be that here's her work now here's where she started like this was her inspiration like not getting this fellowship having this this awful nine-to-five job kind of sparked her inspiration like, you know what let me go out into the world and let me do this myself I mean, Let me let me mm-hmm. find my muse and stuff like that it's interesting
1: time is a river
2: <laughs> oh yeah also that's the other thing I don't know if, if you know this is one of them multi-universe uh, different right. things where this is the the Lula of universe A and universe B has her her art exhibit
0: you know what I would at this point I wouldn't be surprised I'd say we the, should the find shit it. that I saw at the end of this, <laughs> this act anything's possible now anything
2: anything can happen
0: um so after this cut scene you are now back as playing or making dialogue option decisions for conway and shannon you kind of reach kind of the end of this road or like a pull-off almost there's kind of there's this uh you know road blocked or end of the road inside and that's flashing in. you're trying to figure out you know where to go next and to get directions um it's odd and they make a comment about it too where you're at seems like it's outdoors it looks like it's outdoors almost but then
2: well the game yeah the game talks to you and it's really the first time that it's like you're having like internal thought but it's like do you think you're outside or inside right, right. now
0: and you, there's like the, the dialogue options cause this is shannon asking conway yeah. but it's almost like they're asking the player too it's like outside inside or both and
2: i thought i honestly thought we were outside yeah. like when i answered those questions what were really? your first impressions yeah oh, yeah i thought we were
0: inside I thought we were like outside, but then you go in and you're like, it, it's almost like an office building. Yeah. I thought it was outside as well.
2: That's crazy. It's very strange. Is yeah.
0: it one of those like, is, what is it the gold or blue dress? Is it like
2: one of those things where it's like
0: <laughs> the trick <laughs> of the light? I've What's never it? seen
2: the. I've never seen the blue dress. Yeah. But sure, yes, like
0: the concept of it, or you didn't, you never see no, no, I never see it blue. It's Uh, always white and
2: gold. Anyway, but you, it's it's strange because you come out of a tunnel, right? And tunnels, in my mind, are like these outdoor things, right? Well,
0: that's the thing too. We were on a road. We were on a road outside, and we were on the zero. We were on the zero, and we drove through this route, and it would it would be odd that we'd be inside of a building at that point because our car is like right here. So it'd be odd that we were inside somewhere, but clearly it's a mixture of both because. (sighs) as you just walk to the left to kind of explore this area, there's an office building and a receptionist, <laughs> a
2: receptionist area. Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah, that's... Yeah. Oh, it's making me question reality. What is this game?
2: <laughs> also, I was... I did not... I mean, there's, like, the large brick walls, and there's these little grey squares in them, and I thought they were, like, I don't know, windows? Oh, it also yes, asks you, like... Same. What did you th- What did you think this building was? Like, oh, yeah. it was like, it do you think this is an chapel? office building or a chapel? And I was like, well, I guess office building because it doesn't look anything like a chapel. Right, and then right. you learn that, like, oh, this was a chapel. It <laughs>
0: used to be a chapel that they made into an office.
2: <laughs> I was like, this doesn't look anything like a chapel. Yeah,
0: it's so it's so odd. Um, but yeah, so so you're you're lost essentially, and you're trying to find someone to give you directions. You approach this receptionist desk and ring the bell, and a woman heads out heads up her name's Mary Ann uh and she you ask her for directions and she tells you oh well the best person that could help you with this you know kind of traverse the zero and get you there is Lula Lula Chamberlain she's like let me go let me go see if she's available you know just like walk around and, and, and wait a little bit. Because we're looking for five-dog wood drive. Yeah, we're looking for five-dog wood drive. I think she also mistakes us for, like, alcohol delivery. She people does, yeah. Because she's like, oh, yeah, like, just don't worry. Go ahead and put them in the back. And she's like, I go. saw
2: the truck and assumed.
0: <laughs> but as you, like, as, as Marianne walks off screen and you're just, you know, waiting for her to come back, those quote-unquote windows are actually
2: TVs. Yeah, she tells you to look around.
0: And they're all staticky playing different... <laughs>
2: Random things that are happening. Yeah, they're just a bunch of TVs shoved into brick walls. It's so weird. Which you
1: know, it was it was strange. It was like a nature documentary, and like none of them, none of them were kind of connected. I would say,
0: or even like cohesive in that matter. It was all kind of like random things that were showing. Yeah.
2: Once again, the magical part of the magical realism.
0: Yeah. The the magical seems to bleed over the realism more and more as we continue through this adventure. Yeah. Uh, Marianne ends up coming back and tells us that Lula can help us find dogwood Drive, and that we would just need to take the elevator to the fifth floor and that she, she's up there and she can help us, which from the bottom of the elevator, we've seen what Lula looks like at this point Mm -hmm. from the bottom of the elevator. You can see kind of the five levels of this building because it's that same you know cut half view that we've seen before and you can see that clearly Lula she's is at the bottom of she's the, the, first she's floor. the first floor so yes. it was odd that she told us to go to the fifth floor I think we immediately just went to the first floor because we saw Lula
2: was there well no I uh oh yeah <laughs> so I was like trying to play the game and I'm like oh it's like it's like this thing where like the floors are like yeah, it's the fifth floor, but it's, it's the actually bottom. In the bottom. And everything's, right. like, reverse. No, she's. it was just wrong. I was just yeah. wrong. Uh, but there is a floor, which is floor number three, <laughs> that is entitled Bears. And mm-hmm. all, all the other floors are, like, really boring things, like storage and files and, like, clerk's office. But there's one that's Bears, and it's just it's filled just, with Bears. And not even, like, violent Bears. No, they're, they're just, just like, happy Bears. Happy they're just chilling bears. bears. And I immediately went there. I was like, yes.
1: Yeah, that was my first spot
0: yeah, yeah your, i mean come on i mean with all of the options bears has to be your first choice yeah, you have to go to bears it's
2: i just... mean
1: i was it was kind of a mixture of like oh bears that's funny and also <laughs> i'm playing a game about magical realism and there's a floor called bears <laughs> you know i half expected yeah. them to be like the heart and soul of the operation like they're <laughs> all sitting at their table with their paperwork and stuff
2: no, they're just bears. I would really love them to be like humans are actually really unorganized creatures, and bears are much better. At, uh, <laughs> well, and, that, B- and, B-.
0: and that's the thing too. I mean, we talked about like the the fantastical realism of this, and it's just like they could have done so much with this idea of bears. Like you said, like oh, humans are really <laughs> unorganized, and, and bears are super intelligent, and organized. But they just put bears they in they just a it. They
2: left world. it. They were
0: like bears. Like have fun. It. I don't know if we missed something or there's something that we didn't catch, but. As far as we uh, saw, there was just a floor of bears. So you end yeah. up going to
2: the fifth floor, yeah. <laughs> which well, you
0: you end up going this whole roundabout thing because if you go to the first floor and try to talk to Lula, uh, I, I'm pretty sure it's the boss or something says like you don't have the right uh, paperwork or your paperwork hasn't been processed and stuff like that. So you're going back and forth to different people on Lula's floor to kind of slowly
1: process your paperwork. Apparently, I don't even know what that yeah means. <laughs> Basically, you was like you were trying to get an address. But to get right. an address you needed something they called an ingestion card. Oh, to get ingestion your, card. to get your ingestion card, you needed to fill in a certain form. And to get that form you needed another form. But you couldn't get the first form without your ingestion card. And it was kind of this roundabout like I I was like, is this supposed to be like, you know, a sort of commentary on like bureaucracy and like Red tape and stuff, because you were literally just going around this office, bouncing from person to person without getting the correct form.
0: <laughs> well, more than that, I think like what what you're saying uh is true, Ben, because not only are you going from person to person in this room, Lula is in this room, so you're just walking past her back and forth, going to these different people, being confused, and not getting your right, you know uh,
2: as someone who's filed many permits with city and state offices. Ooh, let me it's tell accurate. you, this is so accurate. <laughs> you go there and you're like, oh, I'd like to I'd like to get a permit for this location. And they're like, okay, well, you're going to have to file this form and then you have to take it to the county's clerk's office, which is in the next town over, and you'll have to get that seal of approval. So it was really just a commentary. And I'm just like, oh, I, fe- I feel this. This is awful. <laughs> just sign the damn piece of paper. Like,
0: I can see the person I need. I'm looking at <laughs> her eyes right now. You're if making
1: only, my life. um before we go on to meet in Lola, uh Lola, sorry, um did you guys find the pamphlet that was on the table as mm. you walked towards the lift?
2: Yes, oh yeah, yeah, we did what well, was on the pamphlet I don't remember like uh, so before. it was
1: it was a pamphlet for the board of secret Tourism. and um inside, tourism so much on this podcast, too. <laughs> inside are a bunch of locations that mm. you can go and see um. And it does come up a little bit later on, but what is interesting—I don't know if you guys saw—the very, very last page of the pamphlet on the back is a phone number. No, you did not see that. that. Uh, what, was the, what was the number? Uh, I can't fucking remember.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, like, not exactly what the number is—is like, what does it entail?
1: <laughs> no, it literally—it's just—it's just someone's number. a number. It doesn't have a name or anything. So I'm, I'm waiting to see when i get to punch in a phone number
2: it's weaver uh, <laughs> <their office, laughs> it's just annapurna's uh office
1: it's like that fin in um is it silent hill 4 where you have a phone and if you if you you can punch in real phone numbers and if you punch in the real phone number for konami customer service it'll call konami customer service Yeah, it calls and they're like oh we see you're in silent hill sorry we can't even help you and then it cuts off like
0: it's like a little (laughs) easter egg that's kind of hilarious that's awesome uh you should we should call it we should find out what the number is and just call it in real life see what happens
1: I mean, you guys call it because it's an American number. It was yeah, like two o three or something.
0: We'll do it. We'll do it. Um, the other thing you could do is, I think on the very top floor, you can. There's like a record player up there, yeah, and
2: it's just skipping.
0: And you could skip and then fix the record player for the nice gentleman that's just sitting up. He's there. not a nice gentleman. I no, I remember he's him being a very real rude. Dude. Yeah, yeah, he
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> he really he's is. a
2: prick. Oh, oh, It's not all. just that. He's
1: he's sat listening to this record. And the, the, the music's super fucking ominous. Like when you <laughs> when you actually make it play properly,
0: it it takes a certain kind of just uh, fucked up person to just sit there or lazy. I was gonna say listen to a skipped record.
2: Yeah, not a record player. No, you're feeling shame So it's making fun of you for it's funny because one of my partner's students, she's a teacher, has a fire alarm that goes like one of the oh, like like the, batting, the, yeah. the beeping, and it's been going off for weeks, and they haven't fixed it. So just when they're doing during <laughs> lessons, it was like and oh, that, that's the kind of person that psychopath is the I
1: kind of listen person. I I love my mom right and if she ever <laughs> listens to this I apologize this but is the we second, had second
0: uh, apology to your mom <laughs> that you've done yes it <laughs> it is, yes
1: <laughs> um but we had that beeping fire alarm situation uh, yep. for a year and a half <laughs> 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 just, just like
0: rocking the corner at the very end of it
1: all it took to change it was to there's unscrew batteries. it and yeah. just put another nine volt in. It was just a nine volt battery, and then put it back on.
0: The beeping is usually just an indication of the battery. I mean, that's <laughs> yeah. all. You just replace it's the warning battery. you that it's not as effective as. as it's, it's like true. it's saying, like, bro, if it's a fire, I, there's a fire, there's a fifty percent chance <laughs> I won't notice it. Do
1: you know her, her solution was to hit it with a broom?
0: <laughs> Did it stop? Yeah, if,
1: no. No, sometimes it made it really, worse. It really wasn't a solution. It was
2: worse. <laughs> just be <beep> louder. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, yeah, the guy's just a just a, a dick, and is very. Dismissive not, of he's you. not appreciative of us fixing his record player. No, he's, he's not. not. Which
1: no, he doesn't no, even say matter. thank you. He's just like, oh, I'm super busy. You'll have to go to the first floor. Oh no, we don't <laughs> have we don't have the correct paperwork, so he can't do anything. So we need to go to the first floor to get the paperwork. Of course.
0: Uh, eventually, this roundabout way, we do end up talking to Lula um, and we ask her about Dogwood Drive and she says that she actually used to live on a Dogwood Drive but it's called Pale Dogwood Drive now because they they were renaming the street names because all the street names had like a similar name so they decided to rename all the street names to make it less confusing for their system when when they would put it into their
2: computers which... yeah because it was a digital they went from a physical yeah. system to a digital system and the computers couldn't tell the difference between the standard names that repeated so they had to add uh, adjectives at the beginning of the uh, yeah. of the names it's
1: wild so, um, like, okay
2: sure you know, i mean this I... is
1: something that as i say sorry yeah. this is something that Literally. happens in the uh in the uk a little bit like you'll oh, really? find you'll find that like there'll be a road in london And then, like, two counties over, there'll be the road with the exact same name. And then there'll be another one in Scotland or there'll be another one in Yorkshire. (laughs) So this is, like, an actual thing, like, that you can have. That's wild.
2: Uh, Solution. Just uh, put colors or adjectives (laughs) in front of it. Pale drive. (laughs) Wispy dogwood drive. (laughs) Uh,
0: She does tell us that uh, the files, the records for the dogwood drive we're looking for, might actually be on the fifth floor in the files up there, and I think she's like hey, look for these specific letters. It was
2: like yeah, yeah, yeah. X S and O, yeah,
0: X S and O or something.
2: Don't quote like me on that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, with Shannon, we head up to uh,
1: that fifth floor to kind of find the files. And... Um, sorry, I was gonna say a very quick question. Yeah, um, I don't know if I got an extra dialogue option to you somehow. Oh, because I found out that um so they lived in this she lived in this house on dogwood drive and all Mm -hmm. of her friends worked at the university right right um but lala knew weaver i was just about
0: to uh, bring that up we didn't get that dialogue option i had seen that though but if you say something about weaver she's like oh i knew weaver she actually used to work here or something like that or yeah
1: she was an intern for she was an intern there which is like what i was like
2: what the fuck feel like we're not playing this game right now. <laughs> I, feel like, I feel, feel like I've done something to piss off the game and now I'm
0: just but kidding. That's just how this game works. I mean, games with kind of these you know, sprawling dialogue options, yeah. it just in theory of the concept of the game, is going to be things that you miss. This might be one of those games, especially because the game length isn't that long, that it warrants multiple playthroughs so you can try out different scenarios and see how this game works. Be ready for our second playthrough <laughs> of Zero.
1: Well, I guess... Actually, I guess that would make sense really because yeah. we said last episode that um this averages out to like one episode of this game every year and a half, I think it was. Yeah. So imagine how many playthroughs you could do.
0: That's true. But in, in that in the meantime, between the acts coming out, you probably just ran through the single act and see what kind of different dialogue options you could get. And there might be enough to at least hold over a little bit, you know. Between that and the, the the new act coming out, so yeah.
1: I mean, assuming that you can, because on the on the TV edition, you can't go back. You have different save That's files, but on, the, but on the one on the save file,
0: yeah, it's still uh, you're you're limited to three. And if you were like like us, I mean, you're on Act Two. We've already played through Act One. You'd have to go through Act One all over again and then go to Act Two, which may show different. Dialogue options. Yeah, it seems I'm, they ass- might have missed I'm assuming
2: that the reason they did that is because they're all linked. Your decisions will affect what happens in others, or at least options in others. But mm. who knows? Uh, you go up to the fifth floor where these files are supposed to be, and guess what's uh, there? And you go through the files, and A through C, I believe, are located like on the fifth floor, uh, and none of the other ones, because of course they're not.
0: Um. So so we 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 go back to Lula and tell her that none of the records are up there and she tells <laughs> us well actually they, they they might be in transit that they've just moved to this venue recently and the place their office is currently used to be a chapel or a cathedral sorry we're just like
2: well yeah they were like i'm con- i don't know what happened it's a storage unit, but the storage unit is also where the church now takes place. They right. used to be in the chapel in which we are in now, which is right. now which a building, is not an
0: office building.
2: Uh, which is you know it's very confusing.
0: It's a bucket of crazy.
1: Yeah. Um, it's um yeah.
0: But yeah, she she does tell us to that uh, we might find the files in one of their storage facilities, which Kai, like you said, is now where worth- The church is practicing at that storage facility. Correct. Uh, She also recommends that because she sees our, what I can only imagine, terribly mangled leg. leg. (laughs) And she says you probably should see a doctor. And she had a doctor that helped her with her arthritis, Dr. Truman. And that he lives in a small neighborhood just east of the edge of Bowling Green. Mm -hmm. We can find him there. And and
1: I think she says at the end, like, your leg's hard to look at or something like that. Yeah, she's it's not very. Uh, yeah, I mean, she's <laughs> very direct. She's not very sensitive yeah, yeah. about it. So
0: she gives us, she gives us this card with kind of directions to uh, his house, and then we go back down to the receptionist, and she gives us directions to the church we need to go to first. Um, and I wouldn't really call them directions. Yeah. so yeah, This is this is where it starts <laughs> getting crazy. Her directions are that you need to go uh, into the zero, or on the zero, take the zero, mm-hmm. and once you hit the crystal. Then you need to turn around.
2: Mm, and yes.
1: I would say this is probably where we spent the majority of our time. Sounds in. like
2: she hit the crystal a little bit <laughs> harder, if you know what I mean. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, this, um, this took me a fair while.
0: <laughs> yeah, this is where we spent the majority of our time. So after you get directions from Marianne, the receptionist, you head back into your car, and now you are in...
2: Uh, An infinite loop.
1: How do I describe this? Kind of this, this circular void. I it's the say. visualization kind of, of the space-time continuum.
2: Yeah,
0: I would say that's good. This I this is the zero. Yes. The zero is this kind of you know ethereal plane that you're traversing to get from one area to another area.
1: Yeah, it's like it's like a black black background with a white line that you travel on, but then around you are like like Almost like these circles that kind of cover the line like wrap around the line. it's like this tube that you're going
0: through, but it it's just in a, it's just a circle. And depending on where you stop and turn around and go back, the length and the locations that show up on that circle change every single time you go back and forth.
2: And then there are numbers that appear when you do turn around that represent options of places to go. And what those numbers represent or mean, I have no clue, but they just appear sometimes. And there's,
0: there's random way. things like scissors and
1: scarecrow and just, like, wild things that really don't make any sense. This is what confused me because those numbers seem to be the interstates because at one point I turn around. Uh. Because what happens is you you come to these places, right, and... um. Oh yeah, I should say as well, I wanted to say when you talked to Lola about the Zero, did you guys see the Zero was like pulsing? Mm-hmm. Like it had like this weird it has effect like, over it.
0: Yeah, usually when people uh, bring up the Zero there's some kind of like sheen or like effect over it, whether it's like you know, like you said, pulsating or translucent or like wiggly. <laughs> like, adjectives are
2: hard. I like, I, I loved you went in so strong with pulsating and translucent and like, ended with wiggly, <laughs> wiggly, which is by far my favorite adverb. Wiggly. But
1: um, yeah, these places, so you'll like come to like the bottle. And if you stop, they they're very faint. And if you stop at them, they go like a solid white. Yeah. And sometimes certain ones will go like a solid wire, and then the 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 tube that you were in like disappears and then a number comes up and one of those numbers was 65 which I took to be interstate 65 that we was traveling on in the truck in act right. one so it's like I was like okay am I kind of like I'm on the zero but we're also following the the quote-unquote real life roads road right um and yeah there was a couple of places that i visited that um were mentioned in that pamphlet mm-hmm. um so they were places that looked like kind of as if they were like abandoned spots or something but then the pamphlet was like oh no this is actually like you know blah 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 place i can't remember um mm-hmm. But it was like, oh, they were like places that from the outside looked derelict. But when you got inside were like actual tourism spots. Hmm. This And this kind
0: of, you know, maybe not completely clarifies or, or justifies or whatever, but like, it's almost like there is these two kind of like parallel worlds that are existing at the same time and that you're able to almost travel between them at will and things that you do and decisions you make in one have effect on the other and vice versa as well, which is just a tinfoil hat theory that I'm putting out there into the
2: universe.
1: Yeah. I'm, into just, the zero I'm just confused also. about this part. So yeah, I don't no, know. It's
2: the giant tumbler lock of intergalactic travel. Yeah, is and places. I don't even know.
0: I mean, I had, I had watched like kind of a playthrough and, and granted this was on PC. I don't know if this was a TV edition, but in the notebook that you have with you, you know, when you, we were in the normal map and we were traveling through, we had, you know, our directions, uh, but there was a list of directions that were very specific that said, like, once you hit this, once you hit this area, you go and turn around until you, until you see this location pop up, like, see this thing, like I said, scarecrow and stuff like that. They're very detailed uh, directions on how to get to specific spots because we just did it randomly by luck. the fact that we found the church in the first place is uh, a miracle it's a miracle in itself yeah
1: I have to um, say i found getting to the to the next location after the church a lot easier
0: i I think so too I think for us it didn't take as long but this this first part,
1: yeah I don't know how because i went i went back the way i came to the crystal and then i turned around and it was like oh you're here i was like oh excellent okay it's but it's the first part really... took me like 40 minutes
0: yeah it's almost like it's it's not supposed to make sense mm. like the the whole point is to to make you feel lost and confused yeah oh definitely well, you thought yeah.
2: we were driving up a spiral for like the first 10 minutes Well, yeah
0: i thought that we were ascending like uh, the way that or the direction that this kind of small because it's we we didn't explain this either, but you are playing as the small wheel that you are usually playing on in the, on the larger flat map from the first uh, from act. the first act. But you are you are spinning around this spiral. But the direction that you're going, it kind of looks like you're traveling up, and if you go backwards, you're traveling down. But that's not true. You're just traveling in a circle, and the you're circle going changes going every in now circles and
2: circles with different yeah. images that pulse at you.
0: Eventually, you make it to the St. Thomas Church, which a, is, a massive storage which building, is, which is just a massive storage building. Uh, uh, and when you get there, there, the only person there is a janitor named Brandon. And you ask him uh, for directions. You know, you're trying to find those files, and he tells you a little bit about the church. He said mass is happening right now. Uh, there's a mass on work and need. That's the theme for that night, of course. <laughs> He talks, he tells you a little bit about the church and how it used to be, you know, this bustling place that was very popular and, and less and less people started showing up. They used to do it like every every two Sundays or whatever. Um, but now it is just him. And I think he has like the recordings of previous mm-hmm. uh uh of previous preachers preaching different subjects. Uh and it's just preachers preaching. Is that what you are <laughs> like? Yeah, I was
2: like What else does a preacher do? I, I really wanted another. Way to tie in the word preach into that. Preacher's preaching, preacher's preaching. There you go. <laughs> don't know, uh, anyway, <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: uh, yeah, it's kind is. of you feel a bit bad for him, I thought, because it's like there's this yeah. massive facility, and he seems to be on his own, just listening to these old recordings. And I mean, he's he's quite into this faith, like whatever this. Uh, I don't want to assume it's Christianity, but like he he kind yeah. of he's well, ma- kind of mass
2: is- yeah. Mass is really Catholicism, but yeah. talking to yeah. him, he, he didn't see, he, I think we had a dialogue after that was like, Oh, I'm not into the religious part. I just like, like it, it was, it, we were doing it and I'm just going to keep doing it. Like yeah. that was his... well, his even a little bit about like his okay. background. He talks about how like he, cause we
0: asked him if he was a like, Catholic or if he practiced, he was like, actually, no, I just, he was the janitor there. And he kind of just
3: observed it.
2: Yeah. And now he's just keeping it going. Cause he's like, well, I might as well just keep doing this. And also, did you listen to the to the sermon?
1: I sat, did personally. Yeah. Uh,
2: yeah. And nothing has made me feel stupider than listening to that sermon because <laughs> I understood like maybe every third word of what they were saying, and I was like, ooh, ooh, cool, cool. "Yeah, this is great." Yeah, this is
1: this is why I didn't want to assume it was um, it was like Christianity. Yeah, Christianity or like even Catholicism because right. it wasn't a very Catholic sermon. It was more that like was odd. I mean, it was more like the ramblings of of somebody who's in the middle of an episode. Like it was. Yeah, I mean, it, I just it, have a small like, no quote.
0: Yeah, I have a small quote from the preacher, and it just says the preacher is remembering the violent protest that happened in Chicago, and they were honoring the four martyrs that were unjustly persecuted at by like, which is like,
2: what? What is that? Well, what church do you go to?
0: Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Brandon, the janitor, does tell us that the files are down in Unit C 315. Uh, Unit
2: C-3PO.
0: And they were actually moved to make room for the <laughs> mass, which is C-3PO. Yes. God damn it. Uh, <laughs> uh, Shannon, Shannon tells Conway that she'll go and find the files and for him to stay behind because ugly. his leg it looks like a pile of at this point. <laughs>
2: it just keeps getting worse. We're going to keep finding <laughs> worse ways to describe this. And this is where... <laughs>
0: <laughs> and this is where you can uh, listen to the sermon, like as as Brandon the janitor. <laughs> either
2: stand there awkwardly talking yeah. to Brandon or listen to the sermon.
0: As as you're having conversations with him, the screen like blackens and, and starts getting darker and darker, and then you can just listen to these sermons happening and stuff like that. um Shannon does come back and tells you, and almost like kind of you were just like in a daze. She's like, "Oh, like what are you doing? What are you doing?" And she's like, "I got the files. I got." The, the things that we came here for, um <laughs> yeah. and she, she also says that Conway doesn't look so good, and that she recommends that we go see the doctor right away. That should yeah. be our next destination: is finding
1: Doctor Truman. Um, what did you say in uh, in response? Oh, I said that we. I, I should see a doctor. I was like, yeah, I yeah, should see a doctor. See my that. spaghetti,
0: my spaghetti leg is looking real bad.
1: Because <laughs> <laughs> there's like, oh, you can see a doctor. Go there's back like a to the options. bureau. Or it's like, yeah. oh, I really want to keep listening to the sermon. And I was What'd like, I wanna keep I was like, I wanna keep listening to the sermon. Oh, you went deep. <laughs> <laughs>
2: you got the whole thing.
1: Shannon was like yeah, I was like, nah man, like Conway's converted now. I'm I'm for this.
2: <laughs> I'm now the pastor of this church.
1: And um Shannon was like, No, what the hell's wrong with you? Like we're going back to the bureau to, to get this address, like getting instructions from Lulla. So uh, so that's what we did. I tried to go I tried to go all deep state, tinfoil hat, but... Um, it didn't even let you. Didn't it didn't let, let me.
2: No, we were also corralled back to the Bureau because yeah. we realized we had no idea where the doctor was in the void of hell, which was the well, Bureau. <laughs> what's,
0: what's interesting, too, is as you exit this church storage facility, the screen goes to black, but then the dialogue from when you and Shannon were first trapped in the mine shows up.
1: Yeah. And
0: you can make those dialogue options again.
1: Uh, yeah, I was really tempted to be like, Oh my leg's fine to see if something had changed. I
2: don't think it changes. It it, uh, it has we the, did.
1: It has the same thing. And we just we like, did you
2: change that. our leg uh, condition and she was like, No, your leg is definitely broken. Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh okay. <laughs> yeah. she's still just was like
0: you're like, No, no, I'm fine. And
2: she's like, No, that mm-hmm. looks awful. Your leg looks like a plate of marinara. <laughs> we just lost the noodles at this point. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we just got married. <laughs> no, you're just gonna keep getting more. Uh
0: and then you kinda come to back still in the storage facility, apparently Conway had blacked out and, and Shannon was saying that he was just mumbling something about that old mine. And then at that point, Brandon's like, okay, you guys need to get to the doctor. And he <laughs> gives us directions to uh, Truman's house. But now you're back in the zero and you have to figure out how to get back into the bureau, which again... Wait,
2: Brandon gives us directions to Truman's house?
0: Maybe it wasn't Brandon. Maybe it was Marianne that... And I think... Was, was, no, no, it was, I it was think
1: receptionist. Yeah, I think Brandon says that the Dr. Truman used to be in that facility, but then he moved to the forest and you go to the Bureau to get directions to the forest and to find out where Dogwood Drive is. Because right. I
2: remember right. It distinctly we asking Brandon, like, oh, where is it? And Brandon's it's like, I way. don't know. The only place I go is between here and the bureau. Those right. are the only two places I know how to get to. Uh like valid, because this is very confusing.
0: <laughs> so somehow <Yes. laughs> again, some somehow we make our way back to the bureau and <laughs> I'm
2: sorry, the way you spelled bureau. <laughs> I couldn't figure out how to spell bureau. <laughs> okay.
0: B-E-R-E no. oh B-E-U-R-O. Okay,
1: you know, I was typing quickly and look right mine. I spelled mine. B-E-A-U-R-U. And I was like, K-U-R-U. that's not right. Okay, tell us how to spell Bureau. <laughs> no,
2: man. I'm not going to do it on the spot, but I'm sorry. It was exactly. just it was exactly. I can't do any better. That looks like <laughs> some French-ass word. Bureau. Bureau.
0: Anyway, my spelling aside, you get back to the Bureau, and you talk with Marianne, and she was she's the one that gives you directions to Dr. Truman. And it's actually like, Similar to the directions we have before, <laughs> they're like, not
2: real directions. No, it's
0: like get on the sixty-five and head northeast and stuff like that. These are actually familiar. It's not like hopping into this magical road <laughs> yeah. and uh,
2: skip past the right. pair of scissors and blink twice <laughs> and you'll right. open a portal to the other land. Uh,
0: but luckily, we don't have to traverse the zero again because after we're done talking with Marianne, we hop back into the truck. We're back at the on the map, like our normal map, from yeah, map one, right. and we're in front of the Marquez farmhouse, which is interesting that we didn't have to like drive and traverse the zero to get over there again. I'm I'm grateful. Yeah, we're all grateful. Uh, so at this point, there's a couple different...
1: Oh! <clears throat> oh, that's weird. Sorry, something just clicked in my head. What happened? No, I'm, I'm wondering now if if the TV is... I'm guessing the TV is like the portal or the way what? you get to the zero.
0: Because that would make some sense because there's TVs in the bureau, but there weren't any TVs in the church in the storage facility.
1: No, but think about it, right? Think about it. Act one ended with us looking in the TV at the Marquez farmhouse, right? Right, right. And then after that, we saw the truck on the Zero. Right. So, okay, it doesn't show us how we got back to the farmhouse, but for us to come back to the quote-unquote real world... In the same place we entered the zero at the end of Act One. Well, clearly the farmhouse is how we get. Like
2: that's that's the entrance to the zero.
1: Yeah, I don't know if it's necessarily the TV, but there's there's definitely.
2: I would just like to point out that the next section uh, contains a giant bird. So let's not read too far into spoilers. of <laughs> reality of yeah. this game. No, uh, it, it was say. just I was
1: I was no. curious if it was like um. Yeah, like, like a yeah a pool or something yeah you know what's interesting because i i had just realized that yes
0: there's no tvs at the church at the storage facility but there is the the radio that brandon is playing the the preach like the the sermon off of so I wonder if there's some connection with like these like technologies in and
2: out of these images.
0: Yeah. I wonder if there's a connection with these technologies and opening up the the entrance to the zero. Cause we have like the, the TVs from act one. We have all the the smaller TVs in the brick wall of the bureau. And then we have Brandon's uh, radio playing the sermon in the storage facility. So I wonder if those are how we get to and from the zero. Maybe it's just a phase of dream.
2: Maybe <laughs> in this podcast, what is, is it real? real?
0: Um, so yeah, so there's, there's a couple of different locations that you can you can visit here. You can go back to the Marquez farmhouse. I think we pretty much went straight to uh, Doctor Truman's house, <laughs> yeah. which is a normal.
2: Really? No,
0: <laughs> but uh, yeah, in in the playthrough that I had been watching to kind of take some notes on this, um, there's an area that you can go to called Scenic View, uh, and when you pull up to it. It, it, it shows the truck kind of, you know, in all silhouetted and then kind of these mountain hills in the background and this, you know, dark night sky. Uh, you sit there for a while and it gives you an option to drive back onto the road. But if you sit there for long enough, you'll start hearing like this, this crackling noise and a meteor or, or something will fall out of the sky and like break the atmosphere and then hit Earth, which... I feel like it's a wild thing to miss <laughs> to not because we didn't see it
2: in our playthrough. No, yeah. Um, also, there's so many things you'd have to do: a, you'd have to go to the scenic route; b, you'd have to stay there long, long enough for it to yeah. happen.
0: Because it was like at least I don't know, you know, thirty seconds to a minute Maybe of them got sitting there. Yeah, yeah. It's I don't know and what, then, and then you can check it out, correct? Yeah, you can check it out, and there's people standing around it. I didn't read the dialogue of what happens there, but.
2: Wow, way to tease <laughs> if you want to find out what happens to the space media. You need and the to con- play along with you us. You need to play along with us. And not with us because we didn't even do it, but uh, figure out how to get that done.
0: Uh, yeah, It's wild there's kind of scenes like this that you can miss by, you know, making certain choices and making different decisions and stuff like that. And it makes me wonder if there's any other larger things like that that you could miss, like dialogue-wise, like, like parts of the story or parts of the character's lives and stuff,
2: you know? Well, I mean, we missed all the touristy spots that Ben got to see on the Zero. It's true. So. It's
1: true. Who knows? We're yeah. playing the game wrong. <sighs> you don't really... It's weird you don't really see them. It's that... Um... It's like the dialogue options. Like the, yeah. The text yeah. comes up. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: It's similar to like what you said, uh, the places you went to in Act 1, Ben. You went to like a museum or stuff like that, but you didn't actually go inside of these places. It just had text come up that you could make decisions to like go in or whatever.
1: Yeah, it was that. Yeah, yeah.
0: Uh so you traverse this map making your way and trying to find Truman's house. Eventually um, eventually you do find the area where Truman's house used to be was.
3: <laughs> right.
0: But now that plot of land was demolished and a museum is actually in its place, the Museum of Dwelling.
2: Which Was this the museum that you found in Act 1 perchance?
1: I was thinking this just when you when you mentioned that. I hadn't put mm-hmm. two and two together, but um but yeah, because I mean when I saw the museum in Act One, it was talking about um like these double glass doors and right. just thinking about how the museum looked, it would make sense because this museum it has dwellings inside that are kind mm-hmm. of like art exhibits that you walk up to. Right. Um, but just the layout, like the big double glass doors at the front, you know, I tried yeah. to push them open and then lights came on and then lights went off. Um, so, yeah, it, it sounds like it sounds like the museum I came across. I think it was in the rough same place, actually, like sort of northwest Right.
0: Well, it's interesting, too, that you bring up, you know, kind of you experiencing the uh, museum and Act One the like turning on and turning off, because once you and Shannon kind of enter the museum, the the dynamic of the game and how the dialogue options change a bit. They're completely different. Yeah, now you're not, you're, you're still moving around as Conway and kind of, you know, clicking on dialogue bubbles and stuff like that. But the point of view and the dialogue decisions you're making are from the points of view of Unseen museum staff—you like don't know. It kind of sounds like they're almost recanting a yeah, story.
2: Yeah, someone is is telling what you did to other people. Right. So it's like you're listening to the head of the museum staff go oh they went to you know this person and then someone will go like oh well, what did they do and then it is very strange it's very strange to play a character and then be described yeah. the things you're doing by someone else telling that to the to actions them. that
0: you do are just are just a story that someone's telling maybe other members of the, the museum staff they they thought that you were part of like the power company at one point and that that would be good because there's a big storm happening and they need the power it was it was just It was cool. It was an interesting shift in kind of how this game plays. Yeah. Seeing it it as like, yeah.
1: Yeah. It was, you see it as like the museum. Sorry to cut you off, man. No, no, you're good. Um, I was going to say, it's weird because you still influence it as Conway and Shannon. Yeah. Um, So it's, it's an interesting combination.
0: It's cool because you're, you're both like making the story happen because you're, you're doing the actions but then your actions are also just being recanted as something that happened prior. That this person is 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 not recanting only can'ting, not only that you're
2: getting additional information that you wouldn't know just doing it, right? By playing the person, well, because you're in a
0: completely different perspective. Yeah,
2: they're they're saying like, oh, we thought it was a power company, and then you're like, oh, like why would they want the power company? Or it like there's a bunch of he was not happy that we were there. That we were there, <laughs> right. in General, uh, and he and he says like oh, how did they get in? And he's like, oh, those kids left the door open again. Mm. Until you get that additional information of, like, clearly they've had problems keeping the doors closed at night. And then you're walking through a museum, but it's more of, like, an auto museum in the sense that, like, of houses. Well, yeah, I mean, like,
0: like Ben, you said, this was called the Museum of Dwelling, and there's kind of these variety of different types of homes almost from mm-hmm. tents to motor homes to kind of like shacks almost and, and everything in between but they're, they're kind of just scattered throughout this museum and as you go up to them similar to in the very beginning where that you were looking at the art pieces and, and walking up to kind of the little plaques and seeing the description these dwellings or these little homes have the same thing and when you're going up to them again the museum staff are talking about you go into these things and go into these places and a little bit about each of them as well.
2: And at the same time, we're trying to figure out where Truman is. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) We're like, this is a museum. His house was torn down, apparently. And we keep going to these people who live in these museum houses, or dwellings, and asking them like, oh, do you know where Truman's house is? And they're like, oh. I don't think they actually answer. They just say kind of like general things. Yeah, Yeah, they they don't give us straightforward information at all.
1: No, but they're, they're strangely friendly. Like, yeah, one of them let Shannon come in and and like ask questions and have a conversation. One of mm-hmm. them, um, one of them, Conway. He, I, the way I played it out, he went into a cabin. He found a hole in the floor leading to a basement, and I didn't see this at all. The staff were like, again, this was like the the text options because it's told in the future, so you don't physically see it. Right, right. So they're like, oh, um, he found a hole in the floor that led to the basement. And they're like, what do you mean? Your house doesn't even have a basement. And she was like, I know, I know. And like, he found a, a rope and he went down the hole and the walls of this tunnel that he found were filled with glowing moss and then, um, <laughs> he, yeah, he fell, and no, there he goes land- leg. <laughs> <laughs> he landed in water in the basement, like unconscious. And then, when he woke up, he was on the floor of the cabin, as if it never happened.
0: Oh, it almost sounds like a well.
1: Yeah, I was like, "What?" It actually, yeah, a well is a good description. The way they played it out, actually,
0: yeah, because you like with the moss on the on the surrounding, and then falling into kind of like some water. It sounds like. Like his, this house was built on top of a well. What
2: a deeply strange experience <laughs> to miss.
1: Hang on, wait, let's you think that's strange. Um oh, there's more. Yeah, you you're following these houses around and, you know, interacting with these people until eventually you come across uh, a lift of sorts. I don't know mm. what the actual term for this lift is. It's very
0: it's very industrial industrial looking,
1: yeah. Yeah, it's-, it's like a construction site. It's lift. almost like this museum isn't finished being built.
2: Well, it isn't finished being built. Yeah, because when you go up, it's you're opening exposed, into the, exposed the wilderness. They,
1: yes, they did. Someone commented because it's it's leaking inside. In the I don't know if you guys saw, but in the bottom where the where the lantern icon was in episode one oh, yeah, there's you know now an umbrella, umbrella icon. Mm-hmm, right. I was walking around with my umbrella open indoors, <laughs> and somebody was like i think it was one of the people in the in the caravan in the motorhome they were like oh he, they were nice but it, the man was weird he was walking around with his umbrella, his umbrella open indoors it's so and funny they, were, they were like oh it isn't leaking that much in here as if to say like you know the museum's a bit sort of not cared for or isn't right, finished right. um so that may explain the the construction lift
0: interesting yeah, you do you do take this lift to the very top of this like you said, exposed museum or, you know, hole in the ceiling or whatever it is. And when you get to the top, it's you know, you and the characters is very silhouetted out and you could see kind of these large um industrial beams. Like we were mm-hmm. saying, like the building is, is not finished. In construction in construction. Um and it's it's pouring at this point. Like it's it's raining, there's there's grey clouds in the background and lightning is flashing and as you see the lightning flash. There's a large bird-like figure that flies by in the back. I'm going to say
2: that maybe it's bird-like because we know it's a bird now, but I definitely thought it was a dragon when we were playing. I didn't know what it was. (laughs) I was like,
0: what is happening right now? There was just a large creature that you could see kind of traveling through as this lightning was happening on the screen. It was wild.
1: Yeah, I had no clue. Because I was kind of, I was like focusing on, because the way it's done is like the bottom third of the, of the screen is like Conway and some more houses that you walk along and, and right. look at. And then the two thirds at the top is just like the sky and the lightning. So I wasn't paying much attention to it. And then all of a sudden there was a lightning flash and I saw this like black blur. And I was just like, oh wait, what the fuck is happening? Like <laughs> And then yeah. eventually I was looking, I was like, That's a fucking bird. And they were carrying something, um, like in their I feet.
0: I didn't even see them carrying anything.
1: But there's yeah. there was only like one or two had like mm. big bo- it looked like big boxes, like we find out later on what they are. Mm. Um But yeah.
0: This is the point where this game just literally just throws everything out and it's like yeah now there's there's a giant bird flying around uh you walk around the top of this this building and you meet a small boy named ezra on the roof uh and ezra like the first thing that ezra so at this point now as well i want to say that you are now making dialogue options for conway and shannon you're no longer in this you know story or this retelling of your actions from the museum staff you're now making uh, you're making choices for conway and shannon Uh, and immediately Ezra, like, points out your truck. He's like, oh, that's a cool truck, but that's a nice truck. Like, what kind of truck is that?
2: Um, And then we say something like, we got a bunch of them back at the antique store, which is like, that's not what he said. Nice (laughs) truck.
0: And then we ask him if he has seen Dr. Truman or or his house or anything like that. And Ezra tells us that, like, yeah, we flew him to the forest a few days ago that that the museum is a fine place to stay during the day but is
1: not it's
2: not great to stay at at night and at night I don't, f- I, don't I don't think he said he flew i think he just said oh, you're he right. moved he, to he the moved, forest. yeah there was no yeah he, he- says
1: me and julian takes yeah. the houses to the forest right yeah. which is what um, me and kai were discussing pre-recording because <laughs> yeah. originally i had this image of these like two like maybe twelve or thirteen year old boys just picking up houses and carrying them to some right. nearby forest. Um, at this point we we don't know that that Julian is in fact the I, bird.
0: Not just a bird, but he's a giant bald eagle <laughs> is what
2: kind of bird he is. Yes, um, I apologize. Sorry, Julian. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, yeah, exactly. Yes. So Ezra's brother is a giant bald eagle. so let's just sit with that for a moment Um, we um,
0: we ask him about his family a little bit and he seems a little you know put off and hesitant he said he doesn't really know his family and it's really just been him and julian have been looking for them for a while but to to
2: no success he tells us he tells a story about a bus stop and he's like oh, I can't remember the exact story, but the, the family was going on a trip and then he gets left behind at the bus stop and then yeah. with Julian and then him and Julian had been looking for them, but they couldn't find them. And I was like, what is happening?
1: Yeah, so, um, yeah, because these were the f- kind of things I was writing down because I was like, this just sounds batshit crazy. I'm going to need to remember. <laughs> right, right. Um, so the reason they can't sleep in the museum is because apparently it gives them nightmares. That was the dialogue option I got.
3: Mm. yes
1: um so they move the houses to the forest at night so they can sleep and then they bring them back to the museum at the crack of dawn so no one knows they're gone
0: which is interesting because i wonder if they were like in the process of doing that that's why we saw julian carrying large things and its talents yeah because there is still significant like at least 10 or so buildings Mm. and and dwellings if you want to say in the museum so I wonder if they're in the process of moving houses out into the forest because it was night
1: but yeah the um sleep
2: in the nice museum go to the creepy forest with, yeah <laughs> nice and quiet
1: the thing that you were saying about with um with was it ezra you said he ezra, yeah. Ezra, yeah ezra yeah um it's kind of what we was talking about a bit in the last episode of like you know, people in rural areas of America kind of falling on hard times and stuff because yeah, so boy Ezra used to fly around with Julian. Their parent his parents lost their house and then they lived in a bus shelter. Um and then one day he came back and he, his parents were gone, but all of his stuff was still there, all his oh, parents' stuff hilarious. was still there. So it it wasn't like his parents left him. His parents have just disappeared. Um, and then down the line, him and Julian ended up living in this museum of dwelling.
0: Almost like those people that disappeared under the gas station.
1: Dun, dun, dun. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, but it gets even wilder after this because Ezra offers to take you and Shannon to Dr. Truman's house you just, you know, hop on to hop on and to Julian, Julian and we'll fly you over and now you're in the overworld kind of map, similar to how we were in Act 1, but now you're controlling Julian
1: Oh yeah, because um, Truman's house was in the museum, but they just moved it. Yeah, it's one his, of the ones that's already in been the moved.
0: Yeah. Uh, so we hop on to Julian and now you're in the black and white map screen, but you were flying as Julian across this You were a
2: flappy flappy bird. Which is uh you also I don't know how wild. you get it. Someone will fill me in, but you also have the note that it's like head northeast up the river green and that's where the forest is or something Yeah, like that. I think I think very vague. It movie. was it was
0: Ezra's directions, because Ezra obviously they know how to get back and forth from there and it was his directions on how to get to Truman's house and where exactly yeah the you forest have to... it is.
1: Yeah, it was like Go east on the Green River and then over a lake yeah. and then it's the forest a, it's, it's is on the mission. other side. Like
2: it, it's, it's quite it's to get Yeah, to. it's not close. <laughs> you'd think you they guys... could have found a close forest. But... Yeah,
1: you'd think so. Um, there was one fin I saw on this map on the way to the forest. I
0: think this is where we saw... This it is where like, we saw the chapel. Yeah, you referenced it earlier, but this is where we saw the chapel and they were carrying large barrels of something, which we imagine is probably the distillery yeah. that was there.
1: Okay, see, because I opposed cause I that, I didn't see that. Mm. Um, the one thing I saw was at the lake, which is just before the forest. Um, and literally all it said is like, it was basically you were looking down at the lake as you fly over it.
3: Right. And
1: you see a shadow drag itself out of the lake, put itself into a suit, and then walk on as if nothing happened. A suit? A suit, as in like a business suit.
2: Great. Great. That's not creepy at all. That's terrifying. Yeah, I want to live in the forest next to the lake with the suit monster.
1: <laughs> yeah. It that literally sounds... just like, it was like a shadowy, shadowy figure drags itself out of the lake, puts on oh, a suit, and walks into the forest.
0: Interesting. I'm trying deeply to, disturbing. I'm trying to like see if there's any connections there to anything we've learned previously. Don't try, try to, to understand this game. Jared. I know I'm trying to. <laughs> so let
2: me get this straight. We're riding on a giant bird and a man <laughs> comes out of a lake in a suit. What could this mean? If you guys at home
0: are picturing me right now, I have a big like corkboard and I have <laughs> string tied to all the characters that we've met and I'm I'm solving He's the also in a shirt. He's at
2: a Sherlock Holmes ad. Yeah. Yeah, Hawaii.
1: I was imagining like um you know the meme of um oh what's his name from Always, Always sunny. sunny? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> try,
0: try, try, uh, I trying to to is. Part of me wants I, I I understand that this is very confusing nonsense that's happening, but part of me thinks that all of this has a meaning. Yeah, and there's a
1: purpose to it. He's so. gonna
2: tie it all together.
1: I wonder, like, once I finish this game, I think I'm gonna go and see I mean, if there's like a subreddit or something. I'm
2: gonna go see a therapist. <laughs> <gonna> see <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I've discovered things about myself I'm not proud of playing this game.
1: No, but once uh, once I finish, I'd like to visit a subreddit. And oh, sure. I guarantee there's a huge together. online
2: community
0: about like breaking down the the random weirdness of this game. And how did it's you all see
2: connected. the lake monster who gets the suit?
1: I just come <laughs> into the subreddit and it was <laughs> like, wait, what? You've just ruined like six years <laughs> of work. <laughs> One
2: lake monster. Uh, eventually, you you end up passing the lake monster apparently, yeah, and, and getting to the forest where all the houses are and.
0: This is interesting, too, because now you're playing as Ezra, you're moving around as ezra you're still you're still kind of making dialogue options for Conway and shannon um but you're running around as Ezra, and the houses in the background are kind of not fading in and out, but as as the trees are kind of standing, they're almost like every other tree it's like the houses are in between the trees it's it's hard to explain
2: yeah it's really difficult to try to
1: it's um it's like as you anyone move, who yeah. anyone who um who knows anything about like videography or or Mm -hmm. any kind of filmmaking i I think the the technical term is masking so basically the idea is that as you're running as the tree goes over i noticed it with a tent but the houses were doing it as well now i remember right um as the tree passes over it wipes it away out of existence Mm -hmm. which is strange because if you go back the tree wipes it back in right so it's like it's it's strange because but the the weird thing as well is that conway and shannon aren't following you no you're running ahead of
0: you're running ahead of them and then then you get there yeah you'll be ahead of you right They'll, they'll they'll be ahead of you either like you know leaning up against a tree or mm-hmm. they're they're like posed in certain positions like because they're
2: not even moving either. It's almost like you're running through a montage. Right. Like if you ran through the fragmented scenes of a montage and you got to all those scenes slightly before they happened. So it was yeah. like you'll run in and then Conway will be leaned up against a tree and Shannon will try to like push him forward or you'll run into the next scene and they'll be walking past the house. And-
0: but while you're doing this, you're still like making the dialogue options as you go through there. You know, there's one where Conway and Shannon are sitting on a rock and he's, he's tired and stuff, but these are all like stills. Like, like Kai was saying, you're just kind of running past and, and, and viewing these things almost in like a, a, a section of time. Yeah. They're like a, a still image of time. It's, it's really weird.
1: Yeah, that's actually, I didn't think of it like a montage. I guess it is like a like a passing of time kind yeah. of situation. Yeah, it's, God, it's
2: and, game. And there's just a bunch of houses in the forest yeah, where people live. And I houses. believe some neighbors who you talked to briefly as Ezra, I'm not sure, but yeah. you have like conversations with people who live in these forest dwellings. Um, yeah i don't remember the conversations but i do i remember like talking to them yeah they're very normal like oh you which know. which is
0: even more strange because um what if shannon and conway are his parents
2: <gasps> probably not since they didn't know each other but but this is time it's parallel universe and time stuff what if this is like <laughs> but what, if Lula,
1: what if lulla and like donald or joseph are his parents
2: what happens if his parents were birds? Because that's also <laughs> possible.
1: Uh, well, because like in any I, of those three are equally possible,
2: <laughs> they're equal, which is terrifying. I,
0: I say this because like you were talking about, you know, Conway and Shannon, and, and as you pass them, they're kind of in these still images of time. But when you talk to the neighbor people, they're not in that same position as Conway and Shannon, they're in the same kind of, I guess what's called. Plane of existence as you are, and you're having normal conversations with them, which is interesting. Yeah. You eventually get to Doctor Truman's house. So. <laughs> That's the key. That's the keys. You get to Doctor Truman's house.
2: Uh, he looks like Will Smith, which I love. He looks nothing like. You him. said he looked like Will Smith. No, I didn't. You said something. I said he was the Fresh Prince of the Forest Dwelling or something like that. That is. I don't remember. If
1: in my head, he reminds me mm-hmm. of like Donald Glover.
2: Yeah, I can see that. He's a he's,
1: just, he's, he's, he's a, a handsome
2: black man with a high top fade. <laughs> that's, yeah. uh, that's really it. Um, but yeah, you're
0: in you're in his house, and you know Shannon is kind of distracting uh, Ezra, and they're both watching TV. Which again, television. TV And you are sitting at the dining room table with Doctor Truman, and you're kind of telling him like, "Here's my spaghetti leg. Uh, it <laughs> needs to be it needs to be healed. <laughs> can you please help me?" <laughs>
1: Yeah, but it does. It, it's it's strange because it it tells you'll have a bit of dialogue between Conway and Truman, yeah, and,
0: and then it, it pans back to forward, and Ezra. yeah,
1: and then I I did a fin. Um, oh, we should say as well in the forest. There's a fucking brilliant bluegrass song. Um, yeah. I couldn't remember. I only just randomly remembered the name of the genre. Um but that that music we were talking about in episode 1. Oh was, yes, yes. Is um I don't know if it's what you guys refer to but I know it is bluegrass. You you were um,
2: correct. Yeah. It is bluegrass, yes.
1: Um and I forgot I fucking love that style of music. My dad introduced me to a bunch of it. Um but there's like a a song that's playing on the TV um and Ezra says to Shannon he's like oh you know this is really depressing he's like you know he's like talking about going home and being lost and you have the option of saying like either that it's hopeful because he'll return home one day right or you're like yeah yeah, it's, it's right it's scary
2: I think we yeah. said it's hopeful. Yeah, we said it was hopeful.
1: So cool. Yeah, I, I, went for, I went for hopeful. I was like, you know, I don't yeah, want to...
0: The optimist approach.
1: Yeah, this little kid, you know, he doesn't need to know the horrors of the real world. Like, <laughs> let's stay optimistic.
0: Horrors of the real world? He was in a forest, has a
1: bird for a brother. He's seen the horrors
0: of the real world.
2: <laughs> I, I, yeah, you I can't argue with that logic, I guess.
0: <laughs> uh, anyways... Uh... Doctor Truman is also talking about like he's going to give you this, this drug. I don't remember the drug. The drug is, and he's like, wasn't it? Like it was or something. I remember was, that it, much. Yeah, 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 it was, it was, it was like drug.
2: A, Some steroid or torn drug that he's gonna. Oh no, it was a. It was a. Oh, an anesthetic.
1: Is anesthe? anesthetic. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. It's gonna put us out, but it'll heal us. And he's like, oh, it'll heal your leg. Like your leg will heal, but it won't be a hundred percent. Like
0: your your bowl of spaghetti will be a uh, an okay leg after. after <laughs> yeah, you sort uh, of
2: okay.
0: And then he tells you to count down from like ten, and as you do that, the screen starts to go to black, and the words get all as I used in the beginning of this episode, wiggly, wiggly, uh, <laughs> and you you fade out as you kind of hear hear
2: uh, Doctor Chun's voice slowly, you know, sleep fade out into existence, and that's
1: that's the end of Act 2. And you
2: get the screen, it says, end of Act 2. And I was like, right. son of a bitch. <laughs> They're just very confused.
1: Yeah, I can't I can't wait to see where we wake up in the beginning of Act 3. We're going to wake <laughs> up inside of Julian the We're Bird. going to be
0: a bowl of spaghetti. And have I mean, to traverse the bowels of Julian the Bird to get out.
1: I mean, so what do you guys make of what's happening so far? I don't know. That's I mean, what I mean. I, I, I don't know.
0: They, they keep introducing, I mean, I, I had a sense of it sort of in the beginning of this, but so much was introduced in Act 2 that I was like, I don't even know what's happening now. The Zero, I, I, I can grasp that it's this kind of this ethereal transit that gets us from, from one destination to another where a normal road wouldn't be able to, you know. And I understand
2: that uh, there's people that have birds for siblings. That's a thing I too. Really want, I really want Ezra to be like our tour guide to the uh, confusion which is what I've experienced so far. Like I want him to be the master of the realm. I mean, he seems to have a good idea of what's yeah. happening. So I mean, he's flown around,
3: you
1: know, but hasn't been a zero. Because you, uh, yeah, you guys are like, well, not you guys, Jared. Uh, you've kind of seen the zero as like this like alternate highway. Right. Whereas to me, I'm like, oh the zero is like the space-time continuum. I because, can see that. Yeah. Because it, it almost it almost feels as if, you know, not only can you use the zero to travel to different places that you wouldn't be able to reach, but, but different times as well. Yeah, seemingly different times. Um and I think that I think that the bureau is part of like some kind of system that's kind of governing everything that's happening. Yeah.
0: And they, they talked about, you know, their whole thing is, you know, getting the permanent locations and stuff like that. And that might not only be like, these might be code words for times and stuff like that. That might not be just like built like physical buildings, but places in time on the space time continuum.
2: I have a completely different understanding. All right, go for it. I think the zero is like a representation of, of death. But mm-hmm. death in the sense of a place, not necessarily of like a person, because like we, we view death. as like, oh, it's the end of time. But the right. whole point is that the Bureau is the Bureau of reclaiming these spaces. And as these spaces lose their, you know, meaning of whatever they are, whether it's the car dealership that becomes a hospital or whether it's the, the church, like it's that's kind of like a means to the an zero end. is just the ending of things. And then the bureau is what controls the ending of all these different things, and that's how it's all connected. So the zero for me is death. So we will see. We'll find out what
1: the. Well, maybe this we it's crazy. How are all three of us playing the same game And we all have? I, right? I am not <laughs> we all,
0: all three of us had different understandings of what's happening right now. Maybe well, the, the the death thing is interesting because I, I can see I can see the zero as being kind of like a, a means to an end, almost, or like like you said, a place where these places go when they're done like the car dealership and it's being replaced by something else but it's it's odd that we can travel to those places as well like they're supposed to be an end but we could still go to those places which means that they they might not have like an actual end to them
1: yeah Um, see like at the end of act one I was very much like oh this is a Sith sense sort of thing like Weaver's dead and like you know but but now it's way more than that now (laughs) yeah. now I'm thinking like Maybe maybe Weaver didn't disappear. And maybe she, just, she is maybe she got lost in the Zero and she is in a different part of the totally space time that. continuum. Right. Like mm-hmm. you know, she she um maybe she found the Zero somehow by mistake because her farmhouse is is where this portal is, whatever it is right. you use to open the portal, her farmhouse is located there. And also,
0: so, it almost makes me think that, like, certain people can travel through the zero as well, almost because if if Weaver and, and Weaver had told not only us but Shannon to go to the mine, which kind of brought us together and led us eventually to, you know, back to her house and into the zero. But I wonder if certain individuals can travel back
2: and forth through there. You know?
1: Yeah, see, the, the the thing is, that's what kind of for me, that's what supports this idea of like a space-time continuum and like parallel universes because it's like maybe weaver has seen that what happens if conway and shannon don't meet right and she's seen what happens if they do meet and she's like i need to bring these people together so that they converge and go down this timeline i mean which will be better for them
0: yeah, and not only that, but leading more into your theory, like, I mean, it, it, in, in theory, if, if, if Weaver wanted us to meet, she could have just had us meet at her house. But she specifically had us meet at the mine, which led us into the mine, which... Set Gave up us up our its, spaghetti leg. Re- exactly. exactly <laughs> which set up the events of us hurting her leg, which
2: is how we met Ezra, which is how we got to Dr. Truman. But even before that, and before we even met Shannon, we talked to Joseph who tells yeah. us to go to the zero and tells us to meet. <laughs> and Joseph <laughs> knows Lula. And that's yeah. the reason we end up going to the zero because Joseph knows that when we say dog would drive, that that's either at a different time right. or a different place than we are now. And not places in like, Oh, I'm going to drive in that cross the street, but no, places no, place and in and like existence. I'm going to go to a different existence. As soon as he hears dog would drive, he either wants us to go to Lula or he wants us to go to a different place because he knows the zero exists. And that's why he sends us to Weaver Marquez, the mathematician who knows how to get into the zero. Who knows?
1: Jesus. Yeah, it's, it's wild. It, it could be these... a fin for death. Could you yeah. imagine like Dogwood Drive could be like the the final destination and this could all be like a near-death experience of Conway. You know, who, know, who knows? He might have crashed his truck and this is all like some kind of fever dream near-death experience of him like...
0: Well, and it's it's interesting because the mine keeps coming up because when they were at the storage facility, he blacked out and almost like relived, relived the events yeah. of the mine
1: where he had hurt his leg in the first place.
2: Maybe we're dead.
1: Maybe I don't fucking dead. know. Yeah. All, all three of those theories are like equally viable at this point <laughs> in time.
0: I feel like similar to how Act Two started, Act Three is just kind of not not have nothing to do with the third one or the the second one, but start off in its own lane and then try to somehow connect to the. Because I mean, how does this? I mean, I guess they brought up Weaver and Joseph, which were two characters that we met in Act One, but other than that, that those are pretty much the constants from Act One. Other than talking about the well, zero, which Shannon. is our, our destination, but Shannon travels with us. It'd be different if but, like,
2: but Shannon was introduced in the first act. It's true. She wasn't there. We started with just yeah us Conway, and then we gained Shannon. Maybe our gained maybe, Lula. Maybe our dog is like the the the
0: Wizard of Time, and he's just sending us back and forth through time.
2: Uh, there's only one way to know. In act three. And that's next week when we play through uh, Act three and find out even more confusing information about the wicked web in which we've weaved in this world. So. I, if I remember correctly, I think this is a
0: little longer too. I think I said that about Act two, but I don't know what's happening who knows uh yeah thanks guys thanks for getting to the end of this wild episode this game is (laughs) insane but uh, i'm intrigued
2: speechless i I, yeah
0: i'm I'm interested every single time this ends i can't imagine playing this game when it came out and having to wait a year for the next the next piece of information to come out because we can barely wait a week and like we need to know what happens next
1: the fitness uh, as well, sorry, like, I can't imagine, no, 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 I can't imagine playing this game and not having someone to talk about it with.
0: Oh, yeah, like, definitely. Like, I
1: don't know, Kai, I don't know how you, like, did you talk to people online? Did you look at other theories? You've had like, this information just building up in you for no, years? No, I
2: was just like, this is weird and fun, and that's, I don't know, maybe I wasn't in the space to really digest it. Yeah.
0: Well, you were telling me, too, you said that, like, you've gotten to the point now where this is new.
2: Yeah. Uh, You haven't played this three years ago. Yeah. It's like a long time ago. And I also played it in very short bursts. I was in college. I didn't have a ton of time. So it was like, Oh, I'm going to play 15 minutes here, 15 minutes there. So like, imagine trying to not only maintain this information in your brain, but doing that in 15 minute segments, like three days apart. Yeah. (laughs) Like it's not, you know, I wasn't going to be able to hold on to the, to the finer details of it, especially with all the dialogue, but I knew it was something special and I knew it was something I wanted to, to return to. And yeah, Man, yeah, it has been a ride. You guys are playing... <laughs> <laughs> I hate it. Uh, if you guys are playing
0: along, let us know your experiences, thoughts, confusions, whatever it may be on our social channels, Instagram and Twitter at Play Along Pod because like you said, Ben, I feel like with this game, this is a game that you have to have like discourse and conversation about and, and juggle ideas and theories and, and all of us can be wrong and it can not mean any of that. <laughs> Yes. Uh, next week we will be taking on Act Three of Kentucky Red Zero, and hopefully uh,
2: exploring. answering some of our questions. I don't think so. Maybe. <laughs> Who knows?
0: Yeah. Well, until next time, Kai Ben. You guys have any closing thoughts?
1: No, no. Thanks for listening.
0: Yeah, play Kentucky Red Zero. It's mm-hmm. wonderful. Okay, we'll see you guys next time. <laughs> <laughs> See you, I am <laughs> see, see you later. I'm Julian. See you later.